God will crown your year with abundance, with bounty. And your carts will overflow with abundance because guess what? He overflows with abundance. A podcast hosted by Jody Tree, Joe on the mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. And welcome. If I if I don't see you in the chat, uh, don't don't worry. Just keep on chatting in there and uh, let us know where you're coming from. And wow, 2022 is upon us. 2022 is upon us. And it's so amazing. And I just want to share with you all five tips to make 2022 an abundant year. And I, I've labeled this one uh, crowning the year with abundance. And it's out of uh, Psalm 65. For everyone out there, I just pray a big blessing for this new year, 2022. That'll be your best year ever regardless of the situations that may happen, that I hope these tips will, will help you just rock 2022. Man, uh, things have been wild since 2020, but things are getting better as we progress, you know, with viruses, other things, social stuff going on. But we as leaders, you guys out there listening to me right now, you are the difference makers each and every day as we are going into or already in as you're hearing this 2022 i'm gonna give you some five tips maybe some bonus tips as we're we're talking and, and going along in here and how we can make a difference each and every day not just for ourselves but for the people that are around us the community our families in our business. So get ready, get ready, here we go. So I wanted to start off with the Word of God, wherever you may, may be, if you're listening to this and you're not a, a believer, just, just listen to it, listen to it. Absorb what I'm about to read to you and just hear the words for it for itself. It's out of Psalm 65, starting in verse eight. It says, the whole earth is filled with awe at your wonders. Where morning dawns, where evening fades, you call forth songs of joy. You care for the land and water it. You enrich it abundantly. And I've seen that uh, just so wonderful and how mysterious how God creates everything. In the past couple of weeks, every morning has been foggy here in San Antonio. And what's interesting is that, you know, this is kind of an arid place, but the fog brings in a, an abundance of water and dew to the ground and, it, and it's keeping our grass green. And it's pretty amazing that water is floating around outside. Now, if you take a, if you take a little bit of water in your house and you try to make it float in your house, it's not. But for some reason, God makes the water float in the air. 
and waters the grass, waters the trees, waters everything out there to keep it green and flourishing. But that's an enough story, a different story in of itself. The science behind that is just blows my mind that God allows that to happen and shows us different miracles around us. And it goes to what the Bible also says that God's qualities are seen everywhere. That we as people have no excuse to say that there is no God. <laughs> it says invisible qualities are all around us. But anyway, and then it says, number 10, I read this, uh, you drench it, uh, its furrows and levels its ridges. You soften it with showers and bless its crops. Just talking about how the fog just has water in the air, you know. And then number 11, verse 11, you crown the year with your bounty and your carts overflow with abundance. Verse 12, the grass, the grasslands of the wilderness overflow. The hills are clothed with gladness. Number 13, the meadows are covered with flocks and the valleys are mantled with, with grain. They shout for joy and sing. And I want to pray this blessing over you guys before I go into the tips that God will crown your year with abundance, with bounty. And your carts will overflow with abundance because guess what? He overflows with abundance. And if you're a believer in him, you inherit those bountiful things in life. And, you know, you might say, Joe, you know, I don't feel like I have abundance. You know, duh, duh. I get it. You're in the fields. <laughs> but we have to remember what it says in the word of God, it, it tells us to repent. Now, repent means to change our mind. And one of the things, if you've ever listened to my podcast, if you ever listened to my coachings or my speeches uh, on different podcasts, what I gave talks, I always try to remind folks that we have to change our mind about how we see God. Because when we look in the Bible, and you know, this is for leaders, you know, I, I know, you know, I, I, I specialize in leaders, but in leader talks and, and, and trainings and stuff like that, this has to do with leaders. We have to change our mind about how we look at things in life. If we see God as a God that just wants to beat us up all day, which is not true, then we're going to go around with a different type of mindset. But if we have an understanding about how God is in the, really in the, in the Bible, that he is a God that's for us and not against us, that he... He came to give his only begotten son because he loves us and he wants us to have abundance and to have life and have it more abundantly. That's what Jesus said. Then our mindset changes in how we look in life each and every day. So check it out. First and foremost, the first tip that I want to give you guys, the first tip right out the box for 2022 is to know your why. What is your why? Where, is, where does it come from? Remember your why. Because when you wake up in the morning, that's what drives you. That's your motivation. What is your why? And, I, and that says believers, and I've talked about this before, and I've had many other friends, uh, coaches, podcasters, uh, consultants, speakers, they understand this. 
the first thing that you have to get straight in your mind is your why. And out of that why, there's three things. And I'm gonna do the first thing is you gotta know who you are. You gotta know your identity. And first and foremost, your identity is not in what you do. Your identity is whose you are, who you belong to. And first and foremost, me as a believer and other believers, we talked about this before, my identity is in Christ. I am loved in him. So therefore, my first thing, my first why is that I know that I'm loved of God because he first loved me. That's what it says in, in, in the word of God. And that he cares for me and he wants his best for me. That's why I started out with this. We got to have the right mindset that God loves me. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. No if ands and buts about it maybe no yes he loves me and that he wants the best for me each and every day of my life now if something bad happens that's not what god wants for me and he didn't plan that for me he didn't say i'm gonna put this bad thing in joe's way so i can teach him a lesson that's not how god works that's not how god works i hate to shock you but that's not how he works now, I know it says in Romans 8.28 that we know that all things work together for good for those that love God who are called according to his purpose. Yes, God works out all things, good or bad, for his good to work everything out. But that doesn't mean that, <laughs> that he wanted me to get into a car wreck so I can learn something. No, we live in a world, even Jesus said it himself. In this world, there's going to be trouble, but I give you my peace in midst of the trouble. He didn't say, you know what? In this world, I'm going to throw trouble at you so you, you can understand my peace. So first and foremost, I know that God loves me. I know he is for me and not against me. He even says it in Jeremiah. His plans are for our future and hope not of harm so we know because he declared that that we are in him covered by him he loves us he went to the cross for us to die in my place because the sins that were in my life he covered them with his love so that's the first thing when i wake up i know that i'm loved I know as a leader that I have a purpose because he created Adam and Eve for purpose to have a relationship with him. And then, hey, oh, by the way, you know, take care of what I give you. So whatever God gives us, he, he wants us to be partakers of that purpose with him because he wants to be involved, share in his joy. So that's who I am. I'm loved by him. He wants to shower his blessings on my life. That's number one. And my why next is to be able to share those things. Loving my neighbor. And that's all included in the why. Who I am. I'm loved by him. 
I have purpose in him. And to love my neighbor as myself. But you can't love your neighbor as yourself until you know who you are in him. So remember your why. To know God's love. To love your neighbor yourself and that you have purpose. You're created for wonderful things because he's a wonderful creator. Know your why. And then, hey, is your why to serve in ministry? I don't know. But you got to find that out. Sometimes it takes getting a mentor. Sometimes it takes getting a coach to know your why, to know what it is that you are good at, and then you go do it. And if you talk, you listen to my other podcasts, I talk about the different things about God ideas, the six things you should know, how to identify them. But if you don't know your why, that that's why I always tell folks, hey, go, go to my website, click on my link to do a, a strategy call with me. That I love talking to folks about brainstorming about your why. And I've helped many, many people <laughs> to refine their why and, and just go in that direction and experience God's joy in it. And it's amazing to see. So number one, going into 2020, remember your why. Each and every day, know that you are loved of God and that you have purpose. Part of that purpose is loving him for what he did for us and then loving others. And you know what? Helping them to see God living through you. That's the ultimate purpose. That's the ultimate why. All right, folks, time for a sponsor break. So what do the greatest leaders have in common? You know what? The answer is simple and profound. The greatest leaders understand it's not about their rank or their title, but the people they serve. Like it said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that was from Theodore Roosevelt. So guys, I'm telling you right now, guys, gals, Take advantage of our People First Leadership Summit video series bundle with the two bonus sessions. Go to developleaders.live, developleaders.live. It is a great investment of just $27, guys, $27, and you get the 10 speakers, videos from the People First Leadership Summit, plus the two bonus sessions. Man, the people that have taken advantage of it, they're excited. They love it. They're going to do a yearly review of the videos because they believe that it's so impactful. And I do, too. Take advantage of it now. Develop leaders within us dot live. Go there. Get it. Get the video bundle. And look, make this a best, best investment that you can do right now for the near year to come. All right. Back to our episode. Number two, number two to make 2022 a successful year. And this one's a biggie. It has a little bit to do with number one, a little bit to do with number one. I call it the forgiveness factor. And you're like, whoa, Joe, forgiveness. Who do I need to forgive? Well, you know what? Each and every day, and it, this is this is a, a journey even in of itself about understanding the power of forgiveness. Now, we understand the power of forgiveness as leaders, Christian leaders especially, and the power of forgiveness that comes through Christ, that his forgiveness covered all of our sins, covered all of our iniquities. And that is great. And anytime when somebody talks about forgiveness, they always go there first about forgiving others. But man, oh man, oh man, the journey is, that takes a long time, is forgiving the person in the mirror. And that's the biggest part about the forgiveness factor because 
in our leadership, even in our why, to go for our why, if we don't forgive ourselves, we're going to have a hard time moving and operating in our why. So I want you to get this. I really want you to get this. Especially if you're a Christian, that if you haven't forgiven yourself over the things you might have done in the past, maybe the things you did yesterday, maybe the thing that you did when you woke up this morning, you got to forgive yourself. Why? Because in We'll go back to Romans chapter 8. In the very first verse, it says, Therefore, there's no condemnation now exists for those in Christ, because the spirit of the law of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. When Christ died for us on the cross, the forgiveness was complete. It was done. And wow, brother, sister, you got to forgive yourself. If God was so willing and went through so much to forgive you of your sins, to forgive you of what you did past, present, and future, you got to forgive yourself. Give yourself a break because, you know, what? if God was able to do it, if he was willing to do it without any reservations, he said, I'm giving my son. All you got to do is believe and have faith in what he did for you. You got to forgive yourself. And you know what? You'll find so much freedom when you understand, if God forgave me, I need to forgive myself. I need to lay all these things at his feet that I'm holding on to. He already, he already let it go in Christ. He covered you up with ultimate sacrifice. So why are you holding on to it? Let it go. So you can now move forward in your purpose, in your why, and what it is God created you to do with clarity and with vision to boom, go and do what you need to do, especially in 2022. And they said, Joe, what does this got to do with leadership? has everything to do with leadership because when you can walk in freedom as a leader in your purpose, in your business, in your family, in your ministry, whatever it is, it rubs off on other people and they can experience and they'll see the freedom that you're experiencing because you're truly living and walking in God's freedom. All right, number three, number three, this one's a big one. This one's a big one. I know I said the other one was a big one. Number three is a big one, too. I call it <laughs> proper positive evaluations. PPE. Proper positive evaluations. Wow. Look, when we walk in life, we got to have proper positive evaluations. I've had to experience this myself. I had to learn this myself. Working with other people, working with other leaders, working with other mentors to actually see this as a big deal. Now, when I was in the military, you know, we had to do uh, what they call uh, after action reviews, AARs. Anytime we did training, anytime we did a movement, anytime we did any type of operation, there was always an after action review. And after action reviews had three parts to it, maybe four parts sometimes, depending on who we talked to. They, we had to rethink what we did, what was the purpose of it, and then we do the good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, well, <laughs> 
what were the good things that happened, what were the bad things that happened, and what are improvements. So that's just a basic synopsis of that. But proper positive evaluations is kind of under the same realm. Anytime you've had an experience, whether it was personal, traumatic, not traumatic, work-related, not work-related in your ministry, when you go on vacation, you come back, it's good to have a proper positive evaluation. Now, in this year, man, uh, business-wise, had to do a proper positive evaluation. Had some successes this, this past year and in, in 2021. Had some downfalls. But you know what? In all of that, you got to have proper pop proper positive evaluation on how you look at those things. You look at what were the good things that happened? What was supposed to happen? What did happen? What were all the positive things that occurred? Okay, what were some of the negative things that occurred? List those things out. What can you learn from both to move forward so when you do whatever that thing was that you did again, how can you improve upon it? Does it need to be improved? And when you have a proper positive evaluation about it, you have a different mindset. You have a different way of looking at it to say, okay, yeah, some bad things occurred or maybe it didn't go as well as we thought it should have gone, but what could we improve for the next time? And then go from there. Or maybe say, look, well, maybe next time we shouldn't even do that. We should just do something different and see if that will work out. Yeah. Proper positive evaluations are key for any business, key for any ministry. Sometimes people don't want to do evaluations because they have a negative connotation about evaluation because they've always had maybe something negative happen. So they, they're really like, oh, I don't want to be evaluated. I don't like being criticized, whatever. Yo, look, put the ego aside because that's the ego and, you know, have a good conversation. Now, you got to have a good conversation with when you do proper Positive evaluations. And I put positive in there because we got to make sure to have a positive mindset that this is a learning experience. Each and every time we do this, it's a learning experience. So go into it with a mindset of learning and growing, and you have a great positive evaluation. Well, proper positive evaluation. <laughs> so that's good. Do it, do it, do it as many times as you can with events that you go through in life, especially in 2022, because any type of good business, you, if you would ask anybody say, look, do we do evaluations? Any successful business will tell you that yes, when we do a campaign or we come up with a new product or whatever the case may be, they wanna have a good evaluation about it. Why do you think people do surveys? Because they wanna feedback. Guess what? That's, that's a type of evaluation that they call it a survey because people don't want to be a part of evaluation because people think, oh, I want to evaluate somebody. I don't want them to feel bad. Look, look, look. We need evaluations. Call it a survey, whatever it is. But make sure you, you're able to go in there and look at, you know, what was the positive things happen? What was the negative things happen? What can we learn from it? What can we improve, if anything, for the next time? So that's proper positive evaluation. That's number three. Number four. Here we go. Get ready for this. Kind of talked about this earlier, but this, this dives a little bit more deep into the health arena. Be kind to yourself. Number four. What do you mean by that, Joe? 
Number four, be kind to yourself. I'm talking about health-wise. Because man, oh man, we beat ourselves up on the health side. And then we're wondering why we're not feeling good. I used to do that. I used to do that. And sometimes I got to watch myself because I can go down a road of not taking care of myself or being kind to myself. What do you mean by that, Joe? Health-wise. Here we go. And number four, be kind to yourself. Get proper sleep. That's this guy's number one thing. <laughs> I got to get proper sleep. My wife is always telling me I need to get a good amount of sleep every day. Why is that important? You can see so many health studies out there that talk about how important sleep is. It helps your body recover. It helps your body rejuvenate. It helps your mind relax. Less stress. You can wake up in the morning with better clarity. Get proper sleep. All right. I, uh, I've, <laughs> I also did a study on health coaching and stuff like that. And look, sleep is important. You know, you might think you're young. And, yeah, I can go all night, all kinds of energy. Look, man, don't burn yourself out. That's, but that's burning the candle at both sides of the wick. You don't want to do that. Get proper sleep. What did it say? Eight hours? Eight hours of sleep is uh, optimum? Hey, do it. And, you know, sleep is important. Just do it. Get proper sleep. The next thing, nutrition. Man, oh, man, we don't get enough nutrients in our diet it's called the uh, standard american diet what you know what that acronym is sad 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 mm -mm -mm. if you <laughs> if you want to know more about what i do in the mornings you got to check out my uh one of my podcasts and i talk about crushing your morning and i talk about how we my wife and i we love doing our nutrition shakes in the morning the supplements, the vegetables, the fruits that we put in our, our morning uh, diet, that it's good. It's good. You got to wake up in the morning with a good, good, healthy diet that gives you plenty of nutrients for your body because steak and eggs, you know, sounds good, which it sounds very delicious, but you need more than steak and eggs. You need vitamins, minerals vegetables fruits look like like your mama told you a long time ago eat your vegetables man oh man uh nutrition is highly highly important again um if you want to know more about what we do you know go to my website joedetree.com i have a link there i can also put a link in here to set up a 30-minute call and i could talk to you about it about what we do and how important it is goodness gracious uh my wife and i are living uh, witnesses of how important it is to have proper nutrition. Got to be kind to yourself, brother, sister. Eat healthy. Get more nutrition in your diet. And what else? Relationships. Ooh, man. Be kind to yourself in relationships. This is another big deal. If you're not getting enough face time with folks, you know, get out there. Go out to the park. Walk. Breathe some fresh air. Develop healthier relationships with people. And uh, you know what? It even says it in Proverbs. You know, you got to watch out for the people that you hang, hang around with because corruption can happen when you hang around the wrong types of people. And you know who they are. Sometimes it might be relatives. Sometimes it might be your best friend from back in the high school days. 
And it's not a healthy relationship because when you get around them, you're not doing things that are beneficial for your life, your business or your ministry, or even, you know, health wise, you might eat too much when you're around that individual. And it's not good for your health. And it's not to say that that person is a bad person is that they might got bad habits and it's rubbing off on you. And what else? So you don't want to hang around people that are not moving you towards the goals, the things that God has for you in life. So you definitely want to take care of yourself and be kind to yourself health-wise by having healthy relationships. You definitely don't want to hang around toxic people. And I talked about that before. And I can go into it. That's a whole another talking in and of itself about not hanging around toxic people. And I do uh, talk about that, about toxic leadership and some of the different toxic leaders that are out there. But you know who they are. And if you're one of them, hey, stop it. <laughs> stop being so toxic. And that goes about goes back to number one, knowing who you are in Christ knowing that you're forgiven, knowing that you're loved. And that, that's a part of that healing in that process. Another thing to be kind to yourself with, avoid energy wasters. Sometimes being on this type of platform is an energy waster because you're listening to stuff all day instead of doing the things that you need to do to move the needle in life and to get where you need to get in God's plan. Sometimes it's just playing games. Sometimes it's just looking at social media too much, being on Instagram, being on Pinterest, being on Facebook too long. You got to develop a, a disciplinary habit in 2022 to help you get rid of those energy leaks. Get rid of those little things that, that are taking away your time that you say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to spend two minutes. And two hours later, you're still doing that thing that you said you're going to do for only two minutes. Be kind to yourself and take advantage of opportunities to say, look, I need to put this away. And some of y'all see my posts, one of those things that I had, I post out there that I do a no social media day. I actually do it. I did it the other day. I was like, um, today I'm not getting on social media. Staying off of social media. Even though part of my business is being on social media, but I said, like, no, I'm going to declare that this day is no social media day and it's so freeing. You get to breathe a little bit. You get to think, ponder, pray a little more, read a little more, and just relax. And you know what? You're happier. Because <laughs> sometimes stuff on social media, you know, is not the best thing in the world to be listening to. And finally, number five, number five, to help have a 2022 that is super awesome, that is so beneficial, and is full of God's abundance, I call it sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Why is that so important? When we are filled with God's goodness and grace, we're filled with so much knowledge and wisdom and whatever the case may be, you got to share it. You got to release it. You got to let it flow out of your life. You want to let those rivers of living water that is in you, that has knowledge, wisdom, grace, to flow into other people. And I call it sharing is caring. That's one of the, the principles that I have in my kit, my coaching is I always encourage my clients to share your successes, encourage others to do the same or step out in faith 
and new roles and opportunities that you've experienced. Because one of the most wonderful things in leadership that you can experience is when you when you're sharing, you're planting seeds in other people's lives to see those things grow and flourish and seeing other people grow in what God is doing in them to experience breakthrough. That's what I love. That's why I love being a coach, because I, I share my knowledge sometimes. I share my experience sometimes. Because as a coach, you, you're supposed to help bring out the, 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 the brilliance in them. But sometimes I take off the coach hat and I just share with them tips and tools and things to help them to be successful. And when you see those other people blossom, grow, and discover who they are in Christ, who they are in, in God's love and grace and abundance, it, it's so awesome and so wonderful to see and experience. And that's part of sharing in God's joy. From my, from my perspective and understanding, it's super awesome. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guys these tips because I want you guys to experience abundance, just joy and everything in 2022. And hopefully these five tips will are blessing you guys so you can experience abundance. That 2022 will just be a crowning just of God's blessings on your life, whether it's in your family, in your health, in your ministry, in your business, whatever it is that you take, what I said, knowing your why, knowing the forgiveness factor and how important it is in your life, having a proper positive evaluation, being kind to yourself and what that means health-wise, and then understanding what it means sharing is caring, how you can implement those five things in 2022 so you can have a, a year of abundance and awesomeness and, and experiencing the joy of the Lord because he wants us to experience abundance. He wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. So like hey, look, these five tips, there, there's, there's more tips. There, I mean, these are not the exclusive tips that are out there, but you know what? They work. They work. I've seen it work. I've seen it work in other people's lives. I've seen it work in my mentors. So, and it's worked in my life. So I want to share with you. I'm doing number five, the sharing is caring. That's why I'm sharing with you guys these five tips because they're so important. Bathe them all as leaders in prayers Seeking God's wisdom in each and every uh, every tip so you can have an abundant 2022. And that's my prayer for you guys to experience God's fullness, his joy, and everything that he's doing in your life in 2022. Hey, have a blessed, blessed rest of the year. Super awesome. Excited for you guys. And again, if you want to know more about my coaching, know more about all the other programs that we have, the video series that we have. We have the, the Power of Proverbs series. We have the People First Leadership series. Go to my website. It's joedetree.com. I got to share that with you guys for 2022. Also, you can go to joedetree.com if you want to sign up for a free 30-minute chat with me to talk about what God has put on your heart, on your God idea. It'll be super awesome. Be blessed. God bless you guys. And as I always say, 
Have a positive expectation of God's goodness in your life each and every day. God bless you.